Hi guys. <laughs> um Okay. I know I have not made a podcast in a hot minute, but I just moved houses and I left this at my old house. So it took me forever to get it. This as in my microphone. And I didn't want to make another one like off my phone because a bunch of people are like, I can barely hear you. So I finally got it back. And I know you've been waiting for a while, but I'll post them more frequently now because I got it back. Anyways, hi, I'm Jalen, and I post TikToks about mental health, and I'm assuming you found me because my TikTok, but just in case, my at is I'm just like everyone else, no spaces or anything, and make sure to follow me on Instagram, I respond to as many DMs as I can, but I get a lot, and yeah, let's get into podcast number four. Okay, hopping in the first question, um... The first question is how to deal with a toxic family. Um, well, first of all, having a toxic family can be really hard considering you can't just cut them out of your life. Like, if you have a toxic friend, you can just be like, bye. Like, I don't want to be with you anymore. But you can't do that because you live with them. And, like, it's also kind of hard to cut family off. But especially if you live with them. And you have to deal with it every day, like, coming home from school. And as soon as you walk in the door, like, you want to just leave. Because of what they say, or they don't even have to say anything, you know? Just their presence, their presence around you can just be like, I don't like you. <laughs> but, like, just their presence. And to help with the situation, I recommend distancing yourself, which... I mean, I'm sure you probably already do by, like, sitting in your room or, like, yeah, basically, as soon as you get home from something, you just go straight to your room. But this can make it worse in a lot of cases because, like, as soon as you walk home, you go into your room. They're not going to think of that as, like, oh, she thinks I'm toxic or she or her. I mean, she or he thinks I'm toxic. They're going to see that as, like, oh, they're lazy, they're ungrateful, they don't want to hang out with us, and they're just going to make it worse and worse. Like, they're going to make the worst out of that situation. So, a way that I can recommend that you distance yourself is by joining a sport or maybe going to the gym. Something to get, a, get you out of the house more and distract you from, from it until you can move out, hopefully. But just something to basically distract you from it. And plus, if you are to join a sport or go to the gym or do whatever you can to get out of the house, then this might make them not as toxic to you because they'll see you as, like, you're doing something instead of sitting in your room. And they're going to treat you nicely. And if you're already in a sport, then I suggest staying at a friend's house a lot like as much as you can and after a while like they're gonna miss your presence and they're gonna become nicer because they're gonna be like oh my daughter my son doesn't want to hang out with me anymore I must be doing something wrong and over time they're just gonna miss you and then they're gonna want you around the house more so they're gonna obviously treat you nicer but after a while like they might become toxic again but hopefully they don't and if you can have a talk with them which I know that can be uncomfortable, but sometimes you got to do uncomfortable things to make stuff better. 
So I definitely recommend talking to them if you haven't done that already. If not, then you can do the other things I listed, but talking to them could really help a lot. Because a lot of people don't see what they're doing to other people. Like, if, if for instance, if you think your family's toxic because they'll make jokes and stuff and they just think they're joking, but, like, you're actually taking it to heart, they're not going to think that you're taking it to heart. And if you have a talk with them, they're going to be like, oh, I didn't know you feel like that. I'm sorry, I won't do it again. Hopefully they don't actually do it again. If they do it again, then they don't actually value you then they just say sorry and they're just going to do it again because they don't care. But if you have a talk with them and tell them how you're feeling, there's a good chance that they won't be like that anymore. Because, I mean, they're, they're your family. Like, like they birthed you. Well, your mom, if you have a mom, they birthed you. Like, they'll most likely come to terms with it and they'll treat you better. But if not, then... You can try the other things I said. Also, someone asked me to make a sec or an episode dedicated just to guys, but I did that already. I think it's episode three or two. I'm not really sure, but I already did that. But if you want me to do something like it again, then I I I'll do it again. I love talking about guys. I'll do it again. But if you want me to do it again, just there's a. There's like a, you can leave a comment on this and I can see them. Then you just scroll down and then you press leave a question. And if you want me to do another section talking about guys and just say yes. And if like 10 people say yes, then I'll do it. But anyways, the next question I got is always feeling like the second choice. Um, the only thing I can really tell you about this is you aren't finding the right people and a lot this might be surprising to some people they're gonna be like what I thought these people were my friends but if you find the right people you'll never feel like a second choice and if you're talking about guys or girls or like just a significant other I can't talk today sorry but they'll make you a priority I mean well you have to put work in too but like you can't just like expect them to make you their priority or like the first choice if you aren't going to put any work in because I don't know why would anyone do that and if they if they do make you feel like the second choice then you should probably drop them or don't talk to them because they don't value you like if you whenever you make someone your main choice like think of how you treat them and usually how they treat you like that's going to be the same thing if you were to find someone else that probably made no sense that definitely made no sense but like I don't want to put this in the words but if you're always feeling like the second choice it's most likely not your fault but if you aren't putting any work into something, like let's say you have a friend group and you're never texting them to hang out, you're never, I can't think of words right now, you're never texting them to hang out, you're never really like communicating with them, then they're obviously not going to make you their first choice. 
think of if you were to be Snapchatting someone and you Snapchat them. You say, what are you doing? They send you a blank snap back. And you're always like trying to start a conversation and they're never trying to talk back to you. Are you going to make them your first choice? No, of course not. So if you're doing the same thing to other people, then they're not going to make you their first choice. But if you are putting work in, oh my gosh, my stomach is so loud. (laughs) But if you are putting work in and they're still treating you like a second choice, then they just don't value you. And there's nothing you can do about that. Don't change yourself for someone else so that they make you their first choice. Don't ever change yourself for someone else. But, oh my gosh. But never change yourself for anyone else. And if they don't decide to make you the first choice and you're putting work in, then it's not the right person. That's pretty much it. Someone asked, how do I tell my crush I like them? I don't know what else to say besides go up to them and say I like you. But, I mean, I get it. A lot of people don't want to do that because they're scared of rejection or whatever. But, would you rather get rejected or spend three more months talking to this person just for them to stop talking to you or cut you off because you didn't make a move? And they were scared to make a move, too. Then you guys just never talk again. But, instead... You could have gone up to them and been like, what's up, sexy? Just kidding. Not like that, but like, just be like, hi, (laughs) I like you. Okay, wait. Actually, now I understand. Now I understand. You know, it's kind of weird. You don't know what to say. I mean, personally, for me, I would do it over text. (laughs) But that's probably not a good idea. But, okay, I'm going to make some steps. (laughs) I just thought of some steps. So, first, you start getting a little more flirty with them. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. Okay. <laughs> Oops. I just hit the thing. Okay. First. Oh my gosh, my stomach, bro. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I just, like, screamed in this. Okay. First, bro. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Cut. I'm way too lazy to redo this, but... Oh, shoot. Okay. First step. You start getting more... Okay, I already said this, but you start getting more flirty with them. And you're gonna do this by... I feel like I should go into depth. I mean, you can always look up a wiki how on how to ask someone out. Just kidding. But... You, uh, start getting more flirty with them by, like, slowly complimenting them more. Okay, I actually got a really good idea. You slowly start complimenting them more. More and more, like, you're so pretty, you look so good today. And then you start getting more bold with it. But if you don't want to be bold, like, you can do it in, like, a jokingly way. Like, Valentine's is coming up, bro. You just got to be, like... So, you trying to be my valentine? And they'll be like, I think you're joking. If you, like, slowly are flirting with them more. But, you just text them randomly one day. And you're like, so, you trying to be my valentine? And they'll be like, are you for real? 
you say no, just kidding. And they'd be like, oh, dang it. And say no, but for real. <laughs> this is what I would do. <laughs> this might not work for some of you. But you say no, but for real, what are you doing on Valentine's? And then they'd be like, nothing. Oh, whatever. Then you... That's it. That's how you tell them you like them. And then... On Valentine's Day, you make your move. But if you don't want to do that, then I suggest you slowly start flirting with them more and more. And then you hang out with them. You hang out with them. And you're like... Yeah, I honestly don't know. <laughs> Just kidding. I... This is harder than I thought. I mean, like, I would just say I, I like you. Well, actually, I wouldn't say that. I don't think I've ever said that to anyone. But you don't have to say it. What? Make a sign. Give them a donut. Drop. Okay, I got a good idea. Drop some donuts. Krispy Kreme donuts. At their door. If you don't have Krispy Kreme, you can just go to Walmart. Put a letter in it. And say, I do I do not not like you. <laughs> just kidding. Just put something, put a little note in there saying, I love you, Stephanie. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. I'm done with this. I hope I helped a little bit. Because, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm assuming that you guys have at least hugged. But when you're hugging them, <laughs> when you're hugging them, you just give them a little pat on the back and you're like, I think I like you. Just kidding. <laughs> Bro, I actually don't know. Okay. Actually, yeah, I do. You just text them. You just man up the balls. This is the most, this is the most manly way. Just kidding. Not manly way. This is the easiest way you can do it. You just text them, and you say, I like you, and they'll probably say, I like you too. If not, then you block them. There you go. Someone asked, um, ways to be your own friend, which I thought this was actually a really good one, because I'm probably my own best friend. My best friend is probably myself. I mean, I do have some best friends, but my best best friend is probably myself. I don't know why. Because I'm always hyping myself up in the mirror. You might be laughing at me, but, like, for real. It actually helps. <laughs> like, when you look at yourself in your mirror, you just gotta look at yourself up and down and be like, Gosh, I'm so gorgeous. And over time, you're actually gonna believe it. I'm almost there. So... It is, it's been working so far. So I highly recommend it. And like. Okay. This is going to sound weird. I'm probably going to get bullied for this. But I talk to myself like a lot. Like an absurd amount. I talk to myself so much. And it genuinely helps. Like talking to myself out loud. And I always make myself laugh. You can ask like any of anyone I know. People were just telling me this yesterday. I always laugh at my own jokes. And I'm always making myself laugh. Because, you know, 
I don't know, honestly. I just laugh at my own jokes all the time. And it may, it helps. If I'm not laughing at my own jokes, then I'm probably not doing good that day. Because I haven't been laughing at my own jokes. And it generally helps so much. Like, you might think I'm joking. I'm not trolling right now. It actually helps so much. Like, in talking to yourself. And... Taking care of yourself, like, giving yourself some self-love, taking a day. I usually do Sundays. Taking a day to just embrace, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Taking a day to just, like, take care of yourself, like, do your eyebrows. I dye mine with men's beard dye. Dye your eyebrows, if you want. Pluck your eyebrows. <laughs> do your eyelashes. I, I used to get eyelash extensions, but I'm kind of broke at the moment, so... I got some fake eyelashes from Walmart. I cut them up, glue them under my eyelashes, you know. Um, do your makeup. Once you start taking care of yourself, you'll feel a lot better about yourself and you'll become a lot more happy. I know I, I feel like I'm not even really answering the question about how to be your own best friend, but... Or... Yeah, that was a question. But... I mean, this will help you a lot, because you can't really, I mean, you can be your own best friend, but, like, besides talking to yourself, there's not much you can do. You can go to the arcade by yourself, but, like, that's kind of sad. That'll probably make you more sad. But, I mean, that's not sad. If you enjoy doing that, then you enjoy doing that. But... I don't know, that's what I do, and it helps a lot. Same with affirmations. I say affirmations a lot. Actually, I haven't been recently, but I still, I recommend them a lot. Someone asked how to face slash not be scared of rejection, and the way I think of it, I mean, I hope this helps, but the way that I think of it is that, like, so, I'm going to make up a scenario. I like, um, I like making up scenarios, but, so, let's say that you see this really cute guy or girl at the mall and you're like I should really ask for a snap <laughs> and you get scared you decide not to do it because you're scared of being rejected but so you leave the mall with your friends and you're thinking about it you're just like I should have really asked that guy for a snap and you just can't stop thinking about it Imagine if you were to ask for a snap. You might get rejected, but, like, most people don't get asked for their snap in person. I, I've never been asked for my Snapchat in person. If anyone, well, I, I did once, actually. But if anyone were to ask me for my snap in person, I would say yes right away. I don't care who it is. I would just say yes. I'm not even gay, but if a girl asked me for my snap, I would still just say yes because I would be so happy that someone asked for my Snapchat. So I can guarantee if you were to ask anyone for their Snapchat in person, they'll just say yes right away. And, okay, I guess this isn't, like, overall rejection, but I don't know. I'll, I'll talk about that after this. But imagine if you were to ask for that person's Snapchat and, like, let's say you guys started dating. Then you got married and you had kids. That would have never happened if you didn't ask for a Snapchat at the mall. And I know that might sound crazy, but, like, just think of something like that when you're going after them. Be like, 
we could be married in the future. We could be married in the future. <laughs> that sounds crazy, but, like, it will make you do it. And you're talking about the broad term about being rejected, like, not just getting rejected over Snapchat. Just think of it, like, at least you're a man enough to do something. Like, most people wouldn't even do it because so many people are scared of rejection. But, honestly, being rejection, being rejected doesn't even matter. Like... What's worse, being rejected or going home all the time and being like, I wish I did that? I know everyone here has gone home and they're like, ugh, I wish. I wish I ate that burger. Or not like that, but like something just like, I wish I did this. Instead of doing that, like you, you can at least live with the satisfaction that you did it. And if you get rejected, shake it off. Shake it off and go to the next. Like everything happens for a reason. If you got rejected, it's because... That, it probably would have not gone well anyways. Would you rather get rejected by a guy or a girl or be in a toxic relationship with them for like a year and then them break your heart or be in a relationship with them and then get cheated on? Like everything happens for a reason. It probably happened to save your heart, which sounds cheesy, but everything happens for a reason. And just think of it like if you weren't to do it, then nothing would have happened anyways. So, what's different between them saying no or nothing happening? But there's a good chance the kid have said yes. 